0: What's up, suckas? Welcome back. I woke up this morning thinking it was gonna be a lovely day, only to realize that I am still somehow living in the worst timeline. But hey, we still have a lot of shit to do, and we're still trying to figure out how to get it done, and who knows, maybe one of you out there just needs some productivity help so that you can build us a rocket to Mars. Anywho, let's go ahead and jump right into it with three big mistakes that you don't want to make when ADHD goal-setting. Hey, guys. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about goals. So goal setting is hard for just about anybody, right? That's part of the reason why New Year's resolutions ultimately fail and they kind of suck. And uh, that's part of the reason why on like day one, gyms will be full and then by like February, March, you see a bunch of people fall off. It's because there's an art to setting goals and it's a struggle that a lot of people have, whether they have ADHD or not. Goal setting with ADHD, is hard. I mean, goal setting without ADHD is hard because there's a lot of commitment that you have to make and a lot of energy that you have to throw into suddenly changing. My door just opened on its own, y'all. I'm a black woman in the forest. I'm about to die. So let's get on with the video. When you're planning any sort of goal, whether you have ADHD or not, you're always going to risk not getting it done or or not finishing it the way that you'd like. But when you have ADHD, there are certain ways that you tend to think that neurotypically you may not. And so there are a lot of mistakes that we tend to make when we are trying to make changes in our lives. And just to be real with you guys, because I don't smoke and so I can't blow any up your ass. I have my own problems sometimes with goal setting and I honestly have to rein myself in a lot. So it is, not something that you're always going to get right. It's not something that you're always going to get perfectly. And I just want to make sure that I stay upfront that this is not going to suddenly make you successful at every goal. What it is going to do is it's going to help you approach goal setting in such a way that you have a greater chance of success. So starting with thing number one. The first mistake that a lot of ADHDers make is trying to set too many goals at one time or trying to change everything at once. You know what I mean. Like, you know, we we have our moments where we wake up, you know, maybe the dopamine's surgeon the way that it's supposed to. We have energy. We're suddenly like, man, today is the day that I'm going to change everything. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to make sure that I make my bed, I'm gonna brush my teeth, I'm gonna make sure that I make breakfast for myself every morning, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And there are a lot of self-help apps that are not necessarily friendly to our brains that try to get you to do this. They essentially try to get you to build tasks on top of each other, which is not necessarily wrong, but they try to do it too quickly, and here's why. ADHDers in general. For all of our impulsive actions, don't do great with unexpected change. We struggle with already with putting things in elder in elderly fashion. Yes. Um, damn it. Anyway, we struggle with with putting things in an orderly fashion as it is. When we're putting our days together, we have to be very careful about that. And so sometimes, when we're already trying to set our brains up for the expectation of the energy that it's going to take to do things A, B, and C. Suddenly changing that and changing it to CBA or BCA, it makes our brains short circuit and we weren't ready for it and it can freak us out. So when we decide one morning that we're suddenly going to change our entire morning routine, that can be too much for us. And essentially it also leaves too much room for error. A lot of us tend to freeze up due to a fear of not being perfect. I mean, look at me and look at how perfect I am. It's terrifying that someday I may wake up at some point to find that I am just, I'm not perfect. I ate ice cream for breakfast the other day. You don't want to give yourself too many hurdles to jump because eventually you are going to risk either running out of energy way too soon or freezing yourself up because you're going to be afraid that you're not going to get it all done. And that's just kind of how our brains work. We, we tend to look at everything at once. If we look at everything all at once, we generally tend to get overwhelmed. Just to give you guys a little ADHD side rant here, they happen. When I was in college, I used to hate the day that they gave me the syllabus because the moment that they gave me the syllabus, I would look at everything at one time and immediately get overwhelmed and want to quit. And I would want to do that because at that point, I couldn't take everything one at a time. It felt like I was being given 19 different assignments at once and I would get scared and I would feel overwhelmed and the only thing that saved me was the fact that I had to get it done and as time went I would see that this was something that I actually could do one at a time as long as I took it one day at a time and so That kind of goes back to setting goals. If you're setting goals too many at once, it's going to be very, very hard for you to feel like you can just take it one day at a time. And putting that much pressure on yourself and on your own brain is just asking for your brain to uh, to go on strike. Basically, what you want to do instead is you want to choose your first goal. And you wanna kind of try to make it as simple as possible. Like if you have like three goals in a row and one of those goals is to run a marathon, unless that marathon is in like three months, and we'll get to why that's a bad idea in a second, um, you really want to try to start with something much shorter or much easier, like drinking water in the morning when you get up. Uh, or you know if you are planning on reading maybe making it so that you read once a night first you want to work your way up to eventually getting those bigger things in place and this makes sense for work processes as well if you're the kind of person who's like okay From now on, my work process is gonna look like this. I'm gonna do X, Y, Z, and just keep going down the list like this, and this is how it's gonna be. Eventually, you're gonna wind up getting overwhelmed because it's so different from the way that you usually do things. So instead, what you wanna do is you wanna start by changing maybe the first part of your, your process, right? So maybe you're like, I need to get to emails more often, so I'm going to start switching my day around so that emails are answered first thing in the morning. And then what you can do is work on that first. Make sure that you are able to continue doing that before you add anything else. Once you do that, you're gonna kind of feel like, you know, hey, this email thing wasn't so hard, now I can build on that and add something else. Trying to do it all at one time, you're gonna wind up going right back to what feels comfortable. Now, thing number two, uh, another mistake that we generally tend to make is uh, setting unrealistic deadlines. I shouldn't just be saying unrealistic deadlines. It could be unrealistic parameters. You're, you're making it so it's an unrealistic goal. And what do I mean by that? For example, when I brought up the marathon idea, if you're the kind of person who likes to have ice cream for breakfast, or you know, one of your favorite hobbies is naps, And suddenly you go straight from, I don't like to move, to I want to be able to run 5k, 5 kilometers. I live in a place where we use kilometers and I'm not entirely certain how far that is. But I, I think... A little bit over three miles. And I looked it up without going down a rabbit hole and somehow winding up listening to those 10-hour lo-fi mixes. So I think I'm doing well. Point being, you could do it. You absolutely could get to the point where you are able to run over three miles or 5K uh, without any problem. Like, maybe you could. But if you are like any other person out there who has a job, a family, other obligations, um, things that just come up, chances are you're not going to get there. You might get close, which is cool, but if you are setting a goal for yourself that is measurable, which is what you're supposed to do, and you say, I want to be able to run three miles in three months, even though I don't run at all, you're risking either injuring yourself or setting yourself up for disappointment. So what you need to start doing is you need to be thinking in terms of who you are, how your brain works, and how to best set goals according to those particular things. So... If you are the kind of person who's not really into fitness, but you kind of want to be, you know, and, and you really think that this marathon thing would be cool, depending on how sedentary you are, maybe you just start out with, I'm going to go on a walk three times this week. That's it. I just want to go on a walk for 30 minutes three times this week. If I do that, that's cool. We'll up it to four. If I don't, we stay at three. That's it. And eventually, you take those steps up to that marathon. ADHD brains don't do well with anything that doesn't give them immediate gratification. And if you are setting up something that's going to make it harder to reach some gratification, you're going to struggle much, much more with continuing to follow that goal. So if I may make that suggestion, and I have the mic, so I may, I would suggest trying to always, always, always start small. And if it seems too easy, good. It needs to be easy. It needs to start out easy and slowly get harder because that little ego boost that you get with every time that you are able to say that you satisfied some part of your goal is going to carry you on to the next part. And it also makes sure that you are at a level where you can reasonably believe that Your goal is something that you could achieve without going outside of your personal parameters. There's that word again. (laughs) Moving right along with thing number three, our third mistake is quitting if we don't get it perfect. Okay, I know we do this because I do this and because this is part of the reason why we have so many fucking planners. Because we get a planner, right? We start writing in it. And then the moment that we miss a month, we tend to come back and say, well, I I haven't used this one, so it's not good anymore. (laughs) Even though I didn't use it for one month and I suddenly remembered it existed instead of just jumping straight to the next month. And it's it's a waste of money. And we toss it out. And then we wind up buying a new one and saying, no, it'll be perfect from here on out. I'm going to write in it every day. And then if you're like me, you start writing something, you accidentally make a mistake and cross it out, and you're like, well, it's ruined. And you toss it out, and you buy another one. We generally tend to feel like if we can't do it perfectly, it's not worth continuing, and we got to stop that. A perfect example is, uh, you know, I've already admitted that I struggle with these things sometimes too. So this is not me trying to tell you from on high that I'd get this perfectly. We're not going to, okay? Our brains aren't perfect. But I have done this multiple times with different goals, where I have started something and said, I am going to do this every day this week. I miss a day, and I assume that at that point, Oh, well, I was going to do it. I was going to do it uh, every day this week, but I missed a day. So that means that I'll have to try again next week and then I go the rest of the week without trying. And I understand why we do it. We tend to do it because we generally feel like we set a specific goal to measure something in particular and if we said we're going to read, you know, 7 days out of the week and then we only read 5, that's a failure, right? It's not. It's not. And that is a mindset shift that we need to go through in order to make sure that we continue to do what it is that we want to do. So, instead of seeing that lack of perfection as failure and then trying to do the same thing over and over again, uh, and I think we all know what my homeboy Albert Einstein would call that. We instead need to realize that what we actually achieve is where we need to start. I don't know if that made much sense. <laughs> I'm hoping it did, but just in case it didn't, because, you know, sometimes my words don't always come out perfectly, let's go ahead and, and explain with an example. All right, let's use the reading example. So I personally am trying to get myself back into reading. I love reading. I used to be a person who could devour a book in four hours if I really liked it, obviously. But I was a very avid reader and due to a lot of things, I just focus more on other things. And so by the time I need to use up some of that focus and some of that energy for reading, it can be a little touch and go. So originally I told myself, well, I'm gonna read every day for three months. (laughs) And I realized quite quickly that I could not do that. I can't do three months of reading. I can't go from not reading very much at all for like the last year to suddenly reading three months in a row. So I switched it and I said, okay, I just wanna read six out of seven days. And I started that this week. And then Sunday, I forgot to read because I was exhausted. Last night, I had the offer to, you know, spend a little quality time with my husband who I hadn't really gotten a chance to spend much time with because of life and kids and everything. And and I decided to do that instead. So now I am at five days out of the week. Doing it the way that most ADHD brains would or the way that my brain tells me to do it would involve me saying, well, I failed. So I'm just going to have to go ahead and try again next week. But instead of doing that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to pick up and I'm going to try to read this evening. And then I'm going to try to read tomorrow. And then I'm going to try to read the day after. But if I don't achieve that, say that I only actually get a chance to read twice this week, then what I do is I take that as my own mental feedback, my own feedback on how my brain works right now and what I have the capacity for at this time, and I adjust my goal. And I say, okay, then I want to read, I want to match that next week. I want to read two days next week. And once I can match that consistently, then I can up to three, then four then five, and so on and so forth. I don't look at the supposed failure of meeting that six days of the week as a sign that I haven't satisfied a goal and that means that I need to give up. I don't take it as failure and I instead try to adjust my mindset to this is feedback. This is where I actually am right now in my life. And this is what I need to build upon. I'm not at six days yet. I'm at two days. I'm at three days. And then eventually moving it from there. So for you out there with a brain like mine, set a goal for yourself. Tell yourself that you're going to do it. And don't worry about getting it perfectly the first time. I mean, starting super, super small can really help you get to that point if you're just like, I just wanna drink water when I get up tomorrow, right? Or, uh, and then, you know, you do it, and then you say, okay, now I'm gonna drink water when I get up tomorrow again. You can take it piece by piece like that. But if you work better putting it in a form that is quantifiable, and you say, I wanna drink water every day when I get up for seven days, Don't take it personally if you forget. Don't don't let that ADHD brain, okay, the shitty roommate, I've I've called this brain a shitty roommate before and that's exactly what it is. Don't let the shitty roommate tell you that this automatically means failure and that you shouldn't keep trying. What it does mean is it just means that you need to adjust to match where you are right now. All of that to say that there are going to be times where you're just going to fall off the wagon completely. And uh, I I think I've mentioned this before, I don't know if I've mentioned it here, but I've mentioned before that when I was trying to learn to meditate, that was not a goal of mine, by the way, I I used it in the past tense because I just didn't want to do it. When I was trying to learn to meditate, one of the things that I greatly appreciated was someone mentioning that it's okay if your mind wanders. Because I think a lot of us automatically assume that if you sit down and you have to meditate, that your brain is going to need to stay where it is at all times and that it can't wander and that you can't think. But that's not human. That's not natural. And so someone once said, it's okay if your mind wanders. If you notice that it's going someplace else, just pause and bring it back. And that is what I try to work into everything that I teach. Your ADHD brain is going to stray, okay? Your energy is going to fuck over your day sometimes. You're going to have moments where things are just not going to go right. That's okay. What you want to do is you want to notice when you're straying and just bring yourself back. And eventually when you treat yourself with that empathy, that self-compassion, that understanding that you're not gonna be perfect at all times, that that's just not gonna happen, you will very slowly get to where you want to be. And I know that that's hard to keep in mind. So I'm going to close with an uncharacteristically serious message here. You are not supposed to be perfect. Neurotypical people aren't perfect either. And the people who meet their goals are not people who started towards a goal day one and without fail did what they said they were going to do. Those people are people who realized that this was something they wanted and they didn't let days where they fucked up or fell off the wagon or didn't feel like doing it, stop them from trying to do it again the next day. And that is hard for those of us with brains like ours to fathom because we have been told so many times, that we are lazy, that we don't try hard enough, that we're not living up to our potential. And so we automatically tend to assume that dropping the ball means the game is over. And I'm telling you right now, that is a lie. And you can do it. That may sound trite, but I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be some sort of pathetic motivational poster. I am telling you that because... Not enough people have told you that, but you can, you just have to approach it in a different way. So now that I have finished being serious, which honestly tastes kind of gross and it is giving me some sort of weird indigestion. I want to thank you guys for being here. If you need me at all, you want to go ahead and work together, you want to talk to me, you want to join the newsletter, all of those links are below. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. And I hope that you're going to go out there and drink some water, take good care of yourself, set some great goals, and I'll see you in the next video. Links to apps mentioned in the episode to work with me and to connect on social are all in the show notes. If this helps you and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate the show so that I'm found by more awesome people just like you.